You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you to level up your love life. And I'm your host, relationship coach and author, Zara J. Don't forget to join us in our women's only Facebook group, Captivating Courtship Code, where you're able to continue the discussion, post questions for peer support, and also get free content and resources. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Courtship Code Podcast. And I am here with you today, your host, Sara J. And I am, of course, happy, thrilled, and excited to be with you guys for another week. It is pouring outside, absolutely pouring. It's very chilly, but it's not so bad. So I'm not going to complain because this is Florida and well it's still been really warm the last couple of days and i know up north it hasn't been as beautiful so i am not going to complain too much but it's a little chilly today and it's real it's rainy today i actually love rainy days rainy days are my favorite especially warm rainy days like when it's like warm outside and it's sunny but it's pouring so like it's just beautiful and it smells really good outside when it's like that's just my favorite but today is just a cold rainy day, <laughs> so it's not as pleasant, but we're going to get through it. So today I'm going to be sharing with you 10 ways to identify, 10 questions to ask yourself to identify if you have wounded passion patterns. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, if you're a part of the email list or in the Captivating Courtship Code Facebook group, then you know all the time that I talk so much about the Captivating Courtship Code. I talk so much about wounded passion patterns, identifying these passion patterns and breaking them, right? So these are just some of the foundational steps to the Captivating Courtship Code, but they're super, super important. And the clients that work with me, they have these major breakthroughs. They have gained so much clarity because they finally are starting to see their patterns for what they are and they finally understand a way to pivot and move forward differently than they have before that's going to be sustainable and they get the support that they need through coaching in order to do that now if you've been listening and following for some time you may be thinking about working one-on-one or you may have applied maybe you've done a coaching call discovery call or maybe you're considering joining the group coaching program. You can always join the wait list on our website, captivatingcourtship.com, or you can learn more about that simply by emailing me, sending me a message to learn more about the group coaching program, which is a great alternative to the one-on-one program if you're looking for an option to really get the support and information you need to break your habits and shift your, your single cycle. But let me tell you, on March 18th, I will be hosting a free training, a one hour free training about how successful spiritual women break their single cycle. And in this, I'm going to be talking all about the Captivating Courtship Code and what my clients have done in order to meet their ideal partners, along with myself as well. So I am going to be sharing that information with you in the free training. So make sure that you sign up for that free training. Now there are several ways that you can sign up. You can 
go ahead and uh, hit the link in my Instagram bio so that you can sign up. You can join the Captivating Courtship Code Facebook group. It's a free women's only private Facebook group. You can go ahead and join that. And in there is a link to join the free training. There's also the link to join the, I'm sorry, to download the free roadmap of Captivating Courtship Code. I'm sorry, not roadmap, the Captivating Courtship Code playbook. And you'll also be able to uh, join the webinar if you're on the email list in the emails that have been sent out to join the free training. It's a 100% free training. I'm not selling you anything on there. I'm just giving you information, giving you a free training and giving you some insight into what my clients have done. So make sure that you sign up for that. Take advantage of that free training. Now today I'm going to be actually sharing with you a testimonial from one of my uh, clients and she's just going to be sharing with you what she's going through when it comes to coaching and how she has benefited now since this recording she's actually has benefited even more we've continued the conversation and I just love her growth and where she is and her efforts that she's making but I did want to share with you this testimonial that she has done then after that I'm going to share with you 10 questions and 10 ways to identify if you have a wounded passion pattern, questions to ask yourself to get some intentional clarity and and some reality over if you need to break with your current attraction patterns, courtship patterns, relationship patterns, okay? So stay tuned and I'm going to share this quick testimonial with you guys and then I'm going to jump into the 10 questions. Get a pen and paper and I want you to write down every single time you say yes. I want you to write it down. And if you answer to at least one of these, you probably have a wounded attraction pattern. But if you answer to more than two, you definitely definitely have a wounded attraction pattern and most people that are struggling or they feel a little bit challenged when it comes to their love life are probably going to fit at least one of these definitely most are going to fit two or more okay so this is just going to give you some clarity insight on if you have a wounded attraction pattern we're going to go over those 10 questions today be right back. Well, my experience with coaching has been really great, and I've noticed a lot of changes within myself. Uh, the first three to four sessions really talked about yourself, getting to know yourself, getting to know your wounds, getting to know your thought process, because all of that has to be dealt with and addressed before you can even start thinking about the values and the traits and the person that you want and how to find them. And so that part, I didn't realize that we were going to be doing all of that, like what I would say, like soul searching. But that's where I noticed the most changes in my life. Like one of the things that I have issues with is expressing my feelings and showing vulnerability and Zara called that right from the jump I think she spotted that in our discovery call and one of the things that uh, she told me that I need to um, express my feelings more and just in 
general day-to-day conversations, just throw in the sentence, I feel this and I feel that. that, And I realized like doing that helps. It's kind of like building a bridge that's going to help me over time, like express my feelings more. That has been one of the biggest changes I've noticed. And I've becoming more comfortable sharing what I feel on a subject or how I feel at the time. And also like understanding and self-talk thinking about why I feel something at the moment um, and how that's tied to my self-worth. Like it's taking the class has um, had an effect on my job, you know, Um, me being able to think about positions that I take and and realizing I am valuable enough for this position. I am invited to the table, so I am good enough to be at this table. And it's really helped me address like you don't realize that like the self-doubt that you have impacts you in many different sections of your life and so for me um it came up in my work and it's obviously coming up in the marriage search too and I didn't realize that um but working with coaching helps helped me like think through that and I've noticed that I've become more confident um at work Um, I've become more stepping up into like better roles and that also um has been reflective in like how I'm searching for someone as well I'm not thinking, oh, this person might be out of my league, or um, I'm not having any of those, like, or I'm trying not to have any of those negative self-thoughts. And I'm actually, like, I catch myself, right? I'm in the process of feeling that maybe I'm not valuable enough or feeling bad about doing something, and I'm at a point now where I actually, I'm like, stop, mid-thought, Farah, why are you feeling this? Um, And is this reasonable? Let's talk about this. Is this tied to your self-worth? So that's something that I've really, really gained from this course. I feel like it's kind of impacted my whole perception of myself and um, made me come out understanding, hey, you know, I am worth it. I am good enough to be wherever I am. Um, I need to aim high and I need to internally support myself through that. And I think that comes out in like all areas of my life, especially in the marriage part. And the and the last thing is what I recommend. Um, I would definitely recommend this coaching course to any any woman um it is a course that's really just like holistic and it helps you um get to know yourself better and it helps you come out to be a like a stronger person to be more self-reflective and it's a class that i feel that impacts different areas of your life so i would say 100 percent, it is worth it and i've seen changes in myself i've seen changes in the way i interact with people um i've seen changes in my own self-confidence i've seen changes in the way i approach things i've seen changes in how i how do i say like my own self-talk and the way I deconstruct a situation and I try to understand myself better. That might be the biggest thing that I got out of this, understanding myself better. Because once you have a better understanding of yourself, you get more clarity in the path that you're headed in life, you know? I know that sounds so froofy, froofy, but it's just kind of like before I was just walking and walking blindly and being like, oh my gosh, I'm walking towards marriage. But now it's like um, I am walking towards a some marriage still (laughs) but now I have like more of a roadmap um and the roadmap is just not my destination it's going to be sites that I'm going to see along the way and those sites are like my job and how my whole confidence has been boosted in my job and those sites are like my relationships with my family and how I uh, 
by expressing more vulnerability, I've actually seen that I am making better connections with my siblings. Like it's coming up in my family. So it's like now I have a roadmap to marriage and this roadmap also has detours and um, sightseeing places because it affects you in all areas of your life. I don't know if that analogy makes sense. I hope it makes sense. But listen, sister, sign up for the class. Wait, I'm pausing this podcast to tell you to head over right now to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and download your free Captivating Courtship Code playbook. Now in this playbook, I share with you my signature six-step Captivating Courtship Code, three myths that you want to avoid, and four tips to start using right now to level up your love life and the types of relationships that you attract. This is a 100% free guide just for you. So go ahead and head over to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and get yours. Don't forget to tell a friend. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into 10 ways to identify if you have a wounded attraction pattern. Now get out a pen and paper and I just want you to write down every single time you say yes to one of these questions. You can write down the questions if you choose to. If not, you can simply just make a check mark or a star or write down the word yes every single time you identify with one of the 10 things that I'm about to mention. Now, like I said, there are more things. So if we're on a one-on-one call, a discovery call, or we're working together, then I would probably be able to pinpoint more things for you and be able to give you more clarity on those different areas and what we need to do to work together to move forward to change those patterns. But for today, I just want you to get clarity on if you even have a wounded passion pattern, okay? So number one, the first question to ask yourself is, do you tend to attract the same kinds of partners different faces, but the same experiences. So do you attend to attract the same kinds of partners, different faces, but same experiences? Now this different types doesn't mean they have the same type of career, same income, same education, same look. It doesn't mean that. It means that they actually may have different identities, but essentially it's the same experience over and over and over again, right? So that's the first question to ask yourself. Number two, do you find your courtships or relationships making you feel like you're not enough? Do you often feel like you're not enough when it comes to courtship or relationships? Do you just feel like you're not good enough for either the partner, the relationship, or even that's holding you back from even making the effort? Do you feel like you're not enough? Do you ever feel like you're unworthy, basically, or like you don't feel valued in your relationships or courtships? Okay. Number three. Number three is, do you struggle with getting your emotional needs met in relationships? You might be getting your physical needs met, but are you getting your emotional needs met? You might get your financial needs met, but are you getting your emotional needs met in courtship or relationships it can be a committed relationship or it can be courtship where you still don't feel like this person is really hearing or valuing your feelings does that often happen your emotional needs number four 
Do you ever feel anxious or do you tend to avoid during courtship? If you say yes to either one of those, then there are patterns there that are that's holding you back from intimacy and holding you back from connection and holding you back from a highly compatible and high quality relationship. Do you feel anxious or do you tend to avoid during courtship or in relationships? Number five, do you tend to quickly cling or attach to new potential options? As in you just met this person and within knowing them for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, even the first month, you're super attached to them. You feel very clingy, very needy. You are constantly yearning for their attention or you are constantly um, seeking their attention or doing things for approval. Do you tend to quickly cling or attach to new potential options? Number six, have you been ghosted more than once in the past two years? I think that kind of speaks for itself. Have you been ghosted more than once in the past two years? If you've been ghosted at least one time, that's that's not necessarily um, a red flag. It is something that you may just want to pay attention to. Not saying that it doesn't happen. And I know that it's becoming a growing trend. But I have also noticed some common behaviors amongst women who frequently get ghosted. Definitely have uh, seen some common behaviors and just was explaining this to someone earlier today, what their common behaviors are that's driving them to frequently get ghosted. So ghosting is not normal. Ghosting is not something that is super common. Can it happen? Yes. Is it always your fault? No. But are there sometimes things that drive that and cause someone to ghost you? Absolutely. So you just want to be aware that it's not all the other person. There are probably communication challenges that you're facing and um, some wounded passion patterns that's causing you to get ghosted. Not blaming you, but I'm saying there may be some things that you can do differently to so to break this pattern so it's not something that's a common exchange. So if you have been ghosted more than once in the past two years, then you want to write that down. Number seven, have you been single for more than two years despite taking lots of action? So you have been meeting people, you've been courting people, you've been um, actively trying to make an effort, but you haven't gotten any further in the last two years than you were two years ago. You haven't, you're no further right now than you were two years ago. Then you may have some wounded attraction patterns. Um, Number eight, and let me just say something before I move on to the next one. I don't want you to think that timing doesn't play a role. Everyone has time, like timing plays a role. So I'm not saying that if you have been single for a certain amount of time, that it's automatic, it's a major reflect. That's why I said, you may have one thing on here and that's just, you know, pay attention if you have one, but if you have more than one thing on this list, you definitely want to acknowledge that. And I'm saying that because 
for some people, maybe you're in school, maybe you're at work, maybe you have had different things in your life where you wanted to just take some time out. And even though you've been meeting people and trying to stay active, it hasn't been that much of a priority for you. I completely understand that. I also understand timing and that you have to allow you yourself to go through different experiences and that there is a natural timing to everything. So I don't want you to feel like if things don't work within a certain time frame, that there's something wrong with you. I absolutely am not saying that. But if you've been actually actively pursuing and you've been desiring to meet someone, you've been desiring uh, courtship or commitment, and you you keep hitting all these blocks and all these major red flags, then there may be something that you need to do differently. Maybe some patterns that you've developed that you need to break. Um, Number eight, are your courtships lasting less than three months? Now, this is something that is very, very common. I've noticed in my years of matchmaking and relationship coaching that the vast majority of people who have come to me are not consistently making it three months of getting to know someone. Now, when I say this, I do not mean that you have to give everyone three months of your time. I'm not saying that some people are just not going to be a good fit. But if you're not making it at least three months in getting to know someone, how are you going to make it six? How are you going to make it a year? You don't have a track record of being able to build connections that last. You don't have a track record of creating commitment. You have a track record of a lot of stop and go, stop and go, a lot of red lights, a lot of red lights. So that is something that you need to pay attention to. If your average time of getting to know someone is only a few weeks, some of you a few days before it falls off or before there's ghosting or you're constantly meeting people that you don't feel compatible with. You shouldn't consistently be meeting people that you don't feel compatible with. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. Of course, it's going to happen. But in a course of a year, there should be more people that you feel like, wow, this was a good option. This was someone that I would have considered, but maybe it's not an exact fit. But you feel pretty good about the typical uh, men that you're attracting. But if you're constantly feeling like you're constantly meeting people that just don't fit what you're looking for, there's no connection, or um, maybe you get that one that you really like and the rest of them are just all that. If you're constantly going through that and you're just not meeting a lot of compatible options, then you need to change that pattern because it's a way that you're uh, pre-qualifying people that's not working for you. Or you're not really clear on who's a good fit for you. So you're wasting a lot of your time and a lot of your energy on the wrong people. As you're basically trying to sell a hamburger to a vegan. So that's a pattern that needs to be shifted. So you have more clarity, more attention, and you are reducing the amount of people that you're meeting, but increasing the quality and the compatibility of the options that you have. Um, And, and, just to elaborate a little bit more on that, the first three months of getting to know someone is where your body chemicals are high and that's where infatuation and all those feelings start to kick in that arouses commitment. So if you're not even making it 
through the first three months of someone, the likelihood of you being able to find a relationship that's going to lead to commitment is very slim because you're not being, you're not building connections that last. You're not attracting the right people. You're not con- uh, making connections that last if you're struggling to get through the first three months of getting to know someone. So that's a big red flag on your end that maybe it's communication, maybe it's um, time invested, maybe it's it's the people that you're attracted to. Whatever it is, you know, if we were on a call, I would be able to get more specific with you, but there's something that's going on that's causing you to not even make it a full three months consistently of getting to know someone before a relationship or a courtship falls off. That's 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 something you want to really pay attention to, okay? Um, number nine, do you tend to stay in relationships past their expiration date? So do you tend to have a hard time walking away from relationships when you know that, that it's time to move on? When you feel like you're not being validated or your needs aren't getting met? When you feel like you are constantly talking, 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 trying to get someone to, to uh, understand you, but they're not, they're not hearing you or meeting your needs and you end up just talking and then staying? Um, if you tend to sit in relationships way past their expiration date or courtships way past their expiration date, then you probably have a wounded passion pattern. And number 10, number 10 is when needs aren't met, do you find yourself being reactionary or reaction and station? So let me explain what that means. So I think you guys know what reactionary means when I say that uh, when your needs aren't being met, do you tend to be reactionary? Meaning you tend to cause fights, you tend to blow up, you tend to have tantrums or emotional breakdowns, you tend to become combative or defensive or angry or give ultimatums or you tend to act from a place of frustration. Maybe um, you become very anxious, maybe you shut down and you avoid, but your instant emotion is to react when you feel like you're not getting your needs met or you feel like you're not being heard. Do you tend to move in that way? If so, you probably have a wounded attraction pattern because that type of behavior is not what's going to create a quality relationship. And the second part to that question was, do you react? Is it, do you tend to behave in reaction and station? What I mean by that is, you tend to react, right? You get all upset, you argue, you fight, you yell, you name call. Um, not saying you might not do all of these, you might only do one, right? You might only do one. Maybe you, you know, going off, um, be- you become very anxious. Um, maybe you shut down and you completely withdraw. You, you, um, you give the silent treatment for days. Um, you tend to have to have crying spells. You tend to uh, lash out, whatever that reaction is. But then at the end of the day, you you still are uh, basically at station. You just stay. You go through all this drama, all this upset, all this anger, but then you just stay. So your actions 
are very low value and then your behavior because you still stay after being so upset after giving ultimatums after making threats after begging after playing after crying after all the reactionary behaviors you still stay you don't actually end the courtship or end the relationship you you tend to just blow up or shut down but nothing actually changes If so, then you have wounded passion patterns. So those are 10 questions to ask yourselves, guys, and for you to identify and come to some clarity on if you actually have any wounded passion patterns. Now, next week, I'm going to be sharing with you guys some more on passion patterns and talking to you about some specific patterns. So I am uh, looking forward to your feedback. Make sure that you post in the Captivating Courtship Code Facebook group. Give me some feedback on this podcast. I would love to hear from you guys. And I also would love for you guys to uh, reach out to me. If you have any specific questions about anything that I've said today, make sure that you leave a review and you subscribe on your favorite podcast channel. And of course, Like I said earlier, make sure that you sign up for that free training on March 18th. And if you are interested in breaking these patterns and you want to work with me, whether in group coaching or if you want to work with me one-on-one, then you can either send me an email or send me a message or you can go to CaptivatingCourtship.com, apply to work with me one-on-one, or sign up for any of the wait lists for group coaching so that you can be the first to know when spots open up. You guys had a wonderful week. If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you share it with family, friends, or any of your peers who may benefit from listening to the Courtship Code podcast. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you level up your love life. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And until then, stay on code.